Hey, Joshua Segafis here. On this podcast, I teach men and women how to increase their attraction, level up their dating game, and embrace the alpha mentality. If you're sick of a dating or relationship life that sucks, stick around. This is exactly where you want to be. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Joshua Segafis here. Listen, I just opened up my new mastermind tribe, an exclusive community where alpha-minded men and women can get the individualized coaching and guidance they need to truly level up their dating game and embrace the alpha mentality. Find it at joshuasegafis.com forward slash mastermind tribe or check below. You should find a link in the comments. It's free for the first month. And if you believe in anything I say or talk about, this is the ultimate mastermind tribe for you. Go sign up. I'll see you there and we'll crush it together. Now let's get on to today's episode. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. How's it going? It is a beautiful day here in Springfield, Missouri. The sunshine is out. Winter, for at least for the moment, has retreated, and it feels more like spring, which is amazing. It's a great time to talk about fear. A great time to talk about courage. So. Here's the thing. A lot of people let fear control them. This used to be my biggest issue. This is why on my, I have a, you know, a couple tattoos. One of my tattoos is a quote that says, fear is the path to the dark side. And it's really important to understand that fear is both useful to a point and it's also very destructive. <clears throat> the reason we feel fear is because there are things that we don't understand and that we can't comprehend. And fear often keeps us from moving forward because moving forward into uncharted territory is scary. It's scary because it's uncharted. Even if we kind of know what to expect and we kind of understand what we might find, It's still scary because there are no guarantees in life. Now, this applies to every area of life, be it money, dating, relationships, your fitness, everything. You know, joining a new gym can be scary. Uh, Making the decision to go on that diet might be scary. You know, walking up to that girl might be scary. Um, Texting that guy might be scary, right? trying to make a new business move, starting your side hustle, publishing your first blog post. These are all scary things, okay? Uh, Buying a house or, you know, making some other big move. Moving, leaving a relationship that you know you shouldn't be in. These are all things that can be scary. Having an honest conversation with someone that needs to happen. Speaking your mind. Standing up for something at work. You know, standing up to, you know, a tyrant boss who's making the wrong choice, you know, and then you're risking your job to stand up to him. These are, these are all areas of life that we will inevitably at some point encounter some variation of these. Like we will all run into situations where we will be afraid of the outcome because moving forward will require us to take a risk and we won't be sure how it will play out. Now, I'd like to say that I've mastered fear in my life, but that's only partially true. 
I've only mastered fear as many times as I have faced it and moved forward despite of it. We cannot become fearless, okay? And sometimes, sometimes I use the phrase fearless or I use that term, but I don't mean it in probably the way it's actually literally written. Uh, to be fearless means to be without fear and none of us are going to be without fear. We all fear something. So it's, it's irrational to assume that we're going to live without fear. Okay. But what we can do is face our fear, shine a light on it, you know, analyze it, be wise and analyze the risks. And then we can move forward anyway, taking the risk as a calculated maneuver to create the destiny that we want, to create the future we want for ourselves. Now I'm going to give you an example of how fear has threatened to hold me back in many different ways. When I first got out of my marriage, I got into this short little situationship with a girl who was really, she was kind of the first woman who, who I had a successful dating experience with in the aftermath of my divorce. Okay. We, we ended up meeting and we ended up having like a fling and then it turned into a situationship. Okay. And both of us, it's probably fair to say we're at a place in life where we were just kind of lonely and we were afraid of being alone. That's probably the truth of the matter. Okay. Anyway, I knew this, like I knew this a month in, but see, then that fear rises up, that fear rises up. And then it says, no, Josh, don't mess this up with this girl. What if she's the last woman who will ever find you desirable? What if you end things with her and you can't find anyone else? What if you end up breaking up with her and then you regret it? You just went through a bunch of pain and sorrow over the loss of your marriage. Why would you want to turn around and then end this relationship that you just found? So there's so many fears there, right? But here's the thing. Even I knew, and I wasn't even fully developed yet. I had not fully embraced the alpha mentality, though I was, you know, I was very new to the concept, but I was working on it. I was working on making my life better. I was still stuck in all kinds of scarcity mentality and whatnot. However, I knew enough to know what felt right and what didn't. And I knew that this was not a relationship that I had business being in long term. So I, I faced those fears and I decided, no, I, I can't, I can't take that, like the risk because I understood that the risk of staying, the risk of damage to my life if I stayed in the wrong relationship was much worse than the risk of what could happen to me if I left. And also the good, the outcome, the good that could come into my life from walking away from a relationship that, you know, wasn't the right one for me. The good that could come from that was so much greater than the good that could come from staying in the relationship that wasn't good for me, right? So it, when you do a cost-benefit analysis, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to see that the, despite the risk, there's a great opportunity for, for growth and development and, and to win, right? To be more successful as a result of taking the risk. 
so I went ahead and I took the plunge and I, I ended the little situationship I was in and it was scary. It was a hard conversation to have. It was hard to have because it hurt her feelings, but it was also hard to have because I was afraid to do it. However, when I got out of that relationship, um, though everything was not peachy wonderful and not everything went perfectly, I went on to get into other small short-term relationships that were really good, that, that I you know, found a lot of learning in and I found a lot of intimacy in and you know great experiences that taught me a lot on my journey and eventually I got into my next long-term relationship. I got into the relationship that would last you know four years and become a huge huge milestone in my life. A relationship that really truly was deeply meaningful and you know, profound in the sense of the impact it had on my life. See, none of that would have happened had I succumbed to my fear and stayed in that situation. It would have turned into a, another, you know, it would have turned into another hollow, unfulfilling relationship where I wasn't doing the things I should have been doing. I wasn't pursuing my purpose. I wasn't where I should have been. I wasn't with the kind of person I was excited to be with. I wasn't with someone who was a compliment to my life. All of these things would have continued to be true and I would have, I would have let them be true, okay? And the damage that this would have inflicted on my life would have been great. I would have been so stifled. I wouldn't have started the business that I would that I went on to start. I would have probably continued to cruise along in my freelance writing. I would never have moved to Springfield possibly had I stayed in that relationship. And so uh, that would have closed off a whole bunch of opportunities to me that I've discovered since moving to Springfield. See, all kinds of different things, all kinds of different things could have happened. <clears throat> but for me, like I look back and I'm so thankful that I was courageous enough to face my fear and do the right thing, the thing I knew was right. Now, this isn't the only time I've been afraid to do things. I was afraid to publish my first YouTube video when I started, you know, creating content for my dating coach business. I was afraid to set up my, actually before the YouTube, I was afraid to set up my WordPress blog. I was very intimidated by WordPress. I knew nothing about it. I watched some free tutorials online and I just jumped into it. I dove into it. I spent the money, you know, it's not very much money to set up a WordPress site, but I spent the money on it. And then I dove into it thinking the whole time, this is going to be such a disaster. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And this was, you know, this was over two years ago now. It was just the very beginning of the next phase of my life, you know, beginning to teach people about dating and, you know, the alpha mentality. But see, I wasn't without fear doing these things, but the thing was, was that I, I decided I made the commitment within myself to continue onward with the decisions I knew were right for me, despite my fear. Okay. And this is what we all have to ask ourselves. Now we don't want to just do stupid things. We don't want to just throw caution to the wind and jump headfirst into disaster. So that's, that's chaos. However, it's also chaos to delve into unknown territory 
that needs to be claimed in our life in order for us to move forward. And see, that's why it's a little scary. It's chaotic. We have to leave order behind to venture into uncharted territory and to conquer our to conquer the future we want for ourselves. Okay. However, if we do not do it, we'll never move forward. If we wait for it to be completely safe, it'll never happen. If we wait for someone to come and do it for us, it will never happen. Imagine where you think about where you are now and think about where you want to be. And I don't care what area of life you're talking about. You could be talking about finances. You could be talking about your dating life, right? You could be talking about just, you know, your physical fitness. You could be talking about your spiritual life, whatever it is, whatever area of life, you know, could be your marriage, your long-term relationship. Maybe it's, you want the relationship, but it's not where you want it to be, right? You have to think about where you are now and you have to envision where you want to be in the future, where you'd love to be. If you dream big and you could have whatever future you wanted for yourself, the things that were really worth it, you have to look forward and you have to identify what that is. And then you have to look at the difference. You have to look at the chasm that exists between you and there. There's a lot of uncharted territory that lies between you and the dream life that you want for yourself in the categories that matter to you. How do we make up the difference? We have to begin by making a plan. And what does a plan do? A plan creates a calculated strategy that hopes to maximize success and minimize failure. So we make a good plan. We make the best plan we can. There's no such thing as a perfect plan and things are going to go wrong. However, even a poorly designed plan that takes us through to the other side is better than no plan at all. Of course, we have to also revise and review the plan as we go along. We may have to adapt to changes. We may learn things and adapt to the new intelligence, right? This is all good stuff. This is all stuff that we should do. So you make a plan and then you begin the journey. You have to take the leap. Once you make the plan, you have to prepare yourself for the journey and you have to embark upon it. You have to cast off you know, from the shore and you have to set sail into the ocean of the unknown. Right? You have a map, which is your goals and your plan, and you have your compass, which is your code, your standard, the, the method that you have decided to act upon the world with. These are the tools you have that you believe in that will carry you to success, to victory. Right? And then you cast off, and there's only so much safety you can have out on the ocean in that boat by yourself. And you are by yourself. There might be people who will come on the journey with you, but none of them have an equal stake in it that you have. This is your life. Nobody else is going to be as invested in your life as you are. And for good reason, it's your life and you have the most to gain if you succeed and you have the most to lose if you fail. So no one is going to have a bigger stake in it than you. No one's going to care as much as you will. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong. It doesn't mean people don't believe in you, although they may not believe in you, but that just means that that's reality. Okay. Now you're out there and you're alone on that ship. And you're going to have to face some storms, right? There's going to be trials, tribulations. A whale or two might try to sink your ship. You might encounter any number of unknown, potentially unforeseen calamities on your voyage. And you will. Make no mistake. Um, if you're, like, there's no such thing as a plan. Like, there's no such thing as a uh, 
as a significant plan that carries you forward a significant distance that doesn't come with some roadblocks and setbacks. There are always going to be challenges. However, it's also important to understand that you are generally capable of overcoming them. Challenges and problems are frightening. However, when we set our mind to solving them, we're generally capable of doing so, even if it takes a while and even if it's exhausting and even if uh, we have to learn new skills and revise our plan along the way. I've faced many very significant roadblocks in my life. When my divorce happened, um, I had to hire a lawyer and I could not afford it. I had to solve that problem. I had to work double, triple time and really push my business to evolve, to even be able to afford to pay my lawyer fees. That was one setback that happened, right? Uh, that took me months to recover from. I had to basically put most areas of my life on hold while I did that process because I, there was no time for anything else. Um, another, another setback, another setback. Well, there's just been so many, I'm, I could, I could go through and I could list them, but, but to be honest, it's just, the point of the matter here is that you're going to face setbacks in life and they're going to be frustrating. Some of them are going to be worse than others. However, we have to face them the same. We have to make a plan. We have to commit to working on that plan, doing what it takes to overcome it. And then when we overcome the, when we overcome the, uh, the problem, we can get on with the original voyage, right? When you, when you, when your ship in the middle of the ocean starts taking out water, you got to start bucketing the water out and then you got to get down to the hole and you got to fix the hole. And guess what? All of that was hard work, but you still have a voyage to make. You've still got to make it across the ocean, right? This is how life is. But see, if you never depart, you're going to be stuck on the same shore with the same potential outcomes you always had, with the same life you always had. So we all have a choice to make in this life. We have a choice. We can either move forward and venture into unknown territory and take the risks and try to discover and create something new and better for ourselves. Or we can stay in the comfort zone. We can choose to stay where we've always been and do what we've always done. And then things are not really going to change very much, right? There's a saying, if you want that 1% life, you have to be willing to do that 1% work. And that is so, so, so true. It is so easy to get derailed from progress. For example, when I'm working on all my goals and it's, you know, 5 p.m. at night and I still have three hours of work goals left to do, but one of my friends hits me up and says, hey, you want to you wanna come grab a beer with us? Or, hey, do you want to get together and hang out for a guy's night? Or, you know, when my girlfriend messages and says, hey, do you want to come have dinner? I'm making this dinner. All of these different things, right? These are great things. These are great opportunities to hang out with the people I love and to do fun things. But here's the thing. If you want that 1% life, you got to put in that 1% work. And every time I'm in one of those situations, I have to really take an honest look at myself and say, what do I want? Because if I start to act like everyone else acts, you know, if I start to put my goals aside to just do the fun things, I'm going to be basically doing what everyone else has been, you know, has been doing. And I'm going to do what most people do. And I'm going to prioritize the fun over the goals. And then you guess what? That's not 1% effort. That's just... 
normal effort. But if I learn to say no to some of the tempting things that could, you know, take my attention away from the goals and I say, no, I got to put in this extra three hours. Most people may not do that. And then you're going to get better results than most people get, right? Now, I'm not trying to say it should be all work, no play ever. That's not the message here that, you know, you've got to, you've got to balance things. You have to have a balance and you don't want to just embark on a risk and then live in pure misery until you succeed on it. That's, that's not really realistic. That's, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to tell you that the hustle mentality and sacrificing everything is always the way. But what I'm trying to say is we have a choice in how our life turns out and we have to overcome our fear to get out there and take the risk. And then we have to continue to stay the course as we move through uncharted territory, because the temptation will be to just retreat and go home into safety. That'll be the temptation. We have to continue to invest in the life we want for ourselves. Okay. And like I said, this is true in every area of life. This is true with dating, with fitness, with money, with your business, with your relationship, with your children, being a parent, you know, with your education, if you're going through college, if you're still in high school, this is true with, you know, the opportunities you're going to start to take in high school. All of this is true in all these different areas of life. So the question I have for you today is, are you going to face your fear and overcome it to create the life you really want and put in that extra work and the extra effort that most people aren't willing to put in to make it happen? Or are you going to stay in your comfort zone? And are you going to continue to live the same life you have, to do the same things you've always done and get the same things you've always gotten? I have a feeling that if you're listening to this podcast and you've made it to this point in the podcast, I really have a strong feeling that you want more than you're doing right now. You want more than you have right now. You want a different life than you have right now. And if that's true, you're going to have to do something different. So I encourage you today to join me on my my lifelong quest to continue to face fear, to, to take the risk, to create the life I want for myself so that you can create the life you want for yourself. If you want some help with this, join my mastermind tribe, click down in the link below, join my mastermind tribe. Lots of exciting things are happening in there and you can find the support you need and the community you need to stay accountable. You can find the tools you need to, to start making a plan to set your goals to get yourself on the path to facing your fear and overcoming it. That's what we do. We do all, we, you know, we do everything from dating coaching in there. There's people building businesses in there. There's people who are finding their purpose and facing their fears there. Like it's just, this is a place where we embrace the alpha mentality and we level up and we win. So if you want to get into that community, join it, um, click on the link down below and join the mastermind tribe. It's very, very useful and you'll, you'll find it's more than worth it. All right, that's going to be it for this one. Go with grace, my friends. Never give up your power. This is Josh Segafis signing off. Thank you for listening. Make sure to visit www.joshuasegafis.com. Catch you on the flip side. 